Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Commercial property rents. It can be really hard to define how you should be renting out your property, what are the rates, how you should get comparable rates. Let me walk you through what I go through, how I I dissect the rates in commercial property and what to look out for when you're negotiating a lease. And today I'm going to talk about rental rates. So when you go and rent a property, there's lots of sale and lease facts out there, which means that the, the vendor is selling the business because firstly they're cashing out on the growth of the business. Some of them are retirement, some of them are cashing in because they want uh, they, they want to be able to put that money into something else. Sometimes they they basically have a succession plan. Sometimes they're just selling because it's the right time in the market. They've always wanted to sell. So now we come to a point: is how do we define? the actual rental rate, right? Everyone's wondering, oh, well, if my tenant paying too high, and the myth is, yes, my tenant's paying too high. If they're paying $600 per square meter for retail, are they paying too high? Well, right now in Brisbane, some of the medical retail ground floor, they're paying $800 to $900 a square meter in key areas. A little bit fringe, we're seeing somewhere anywhere from $400, $450 a square meter to $600 a square meter. So that may seem really, really high, but you've got to compare. You've got to compare with other like type of properties and that's where we need to take into consideration there's a few things firstly uh, how long has your tenant been there and the fit out they have so if it's a warehouse center it's sort of more your what part of it is the the shed and the workshop and what part of it is the 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 actual slab outside right and the slab outside or the land outside is worth half the price of the of the actual warehouse inside and of course the office spaces they've got a big retail office space is worth you know twice as much as the warehouse space so you sort of work it backwards depending on the rent per square meter but if you get an office space how do you work that out right well one of the things is you can compare with what office spaces is getting next door or the the, the one after or somewhere within 5k radius of similar type tenant so it's really important to measure similarized tenants so you've got your warehouse type tenants matching with warehouse tenants you've got your office professional tenants so lawyers accountants financial planners same as other accountants financial planners as well so you need to get that comparison rate now one of the reasons you can do that is you can call some agents who are leasing and find out what the rate is but also take into account that there's a fit out as well so if the tenant's done the fit out then they're basically renting it at the, the sort of more of a base rate as well but if the fit out end up belonging to you and you end up having the fit out and you can put another tenant in there quite easily then the tenant's paying a premium for the fit out that they're, that they're experiencing so for example cbd a class buildings have magnificent first class fit outs and the tenant pay a premium so they would pay you know if everyone in the office space building is paying 400 dollars a square meter they're probably paying 600 dollars a square meter because their fit out was probably three four five hundred thousand for their their office space and that's amortized over the period of that rent which is quite normal the other thing is you know with restaurants and retail you've got to find like tenants medical tenants their fit out are typically four to five hundred thousand going into a property compared to your run-of-the-mill sort of say baby shop or um, your craft shop or any of those type of tenants right they might they fit out might be 50k so the fit out actually really matters to the rate per square meter so just make sure you you really 
take that into account and find out what other light fit outs are out there, what other medical type of fit outs that the tenant's paying for so that you can find live tenants. It's always important to compare apples with apples rather than the other way around and going, okay, well, tenant down the road is paying you know, $300 a square meter, why should my tenant pay $5, $500 a square meter here? Well, your tenant here could be in a better location, so they could have access to parking. So when you're in a metro area, the more parking you have, the more your tenant is going to pay for. And a lot of times your tenant will rent that parking space from you, especially when there's no other parking. It's for their clients and it is also for themselves as well. I've known psychologists and allied health who minimum need, because they've got six rooms, need six parking spaces for their clients. Plus, you know, they, they need a um, anywhere from three to four for the therapist there. So they need 10 parking spots for maybe 160 or 180 square meters of office space, which means that they'll have to rent from next door and some or another tenant in the building as well, because they can't take up all of the, the guest parking spaces. But amenities is the other thing also so to look at amenities is really really important because for some tenants they want to be able to offer that lifestyle to their staff members so what that means is that they want to be able to offer gym they want to be able to offer you know area where they can entertain a barbecue to entertain clients they want to be able to say they can they can cycle to work and have someone to have the cycle have a shower uh, and, and be more lifestyle friendly than they were before. So if that's the case and that's your tenant, they're going to pay a premium for that as well. So that again affects the rental rate as well. I know that there's a lot of conflicting questions and a lot of conflicting information out there about what exactly is the proper rental rate. The way I look at it when I come to rental rate is firstly, I compare like type of properties together. So if it's a warehouse, I compare with other warehouses. If it's a retail, I compare to other retails but of the similar business. Same with office spaces, the similar business. Then I add on top of it location. So where are you located? Are you in metro, regional, fringe? Are you in a key area where it's really good amenities, good access? Um, if that's, that's the case, then the tenant pays a premium. Then on top of that, I look at what is available for the tenant. Is it parking? Is it amenities like lifestyle amenities? Or is it near a transport hub? You see, if you have a tenant that is a an education tenant or a school, they need to be near a transport hub and they will pay a premium to be near a transport hub. So you've got to look at where it's specific to your tenant and you might be thinking your tenant's paying a lot more, but they're actually paying just on market. So you've got to measure it the same, metrics with the same metric. Then on top of all of that, I want to look at the lease term as well because I want to make sure that you know the tenant haven't had 5% rental increases for the last 3 to 5 or 10 years and now the rent is way out of whack that we have to pull it back later. So that's something to, to take into consideration. If they're just starting a new lease and that's been defined and valued, that's all fine because you get specialist valuers out there who can value rents and comparisons for you. But if you don't and the rent they've been doing 5 or 5% or 4% rental increases over COVID and before and after, you'll find that the rent is going to sit slightly above market. Now, there's nothing wrong with rent slightly above market as long as you know there's going to be a pullback later on and that you are aware of it and you calculate the yield based on that pullback. So coming to a, a final conclusion about defining rental rates, start at the base rate. Right? Look at the age of the building. Look at the property. Look at like tenants. Look at amenities, look at uh, parking, look at access, and look at the type of tenant and the lease that is there. And then, you should, if you add all these uh, layers on top of each other, you should come to a similar net rent uh, than, what you, uh, than when you started out with.
So your base red is really important and then add layers and layers and layers on top of that so then you can arrive at an equitable rent. The one way to find out is obviously talk to three or four agents in the area, uh, talk to other agents within a 5k radius. There's a lot of work to be done to find out what it is but if if you really want to do a comparison to see if you're paying the right rent during due diligence that's what we would do and that's what you can do but also in your valuation report they will give you comparative rents as well so it's well worth you paying for a valuation report to know if you're paying the right rent and when you're doing a sale and lease back and the rent is the most important thing to determine then the valuation is obviously really important because if the valuation comes in low uh, then you can go back and adjust the metrics for the rent so that it still is equitable for everybody but ultimately you end up with a better outcome because you pay fair market price and you pay fair market price for rent. So I know there's a lot of complicating factors, but if you're looking at a property and you're not sure if the tenant's paying above market rate and you think they are, then don't go under your assumptions. Ultimately, it's all about being equitable for everyone involved and that's where you need to, to get to. So if you're looking at the rent and you assume it's high, don't assume, right? Because you're not a valuer. And don't assume that Google is gonna tell you everything. Look, talk to people, get real evidence so that you can go back to the vendor and renegotiate. And if you can do that, then you, you are on the right track to getting equitable rent as well. And also, it's about what rent they're paying, willing to pay and what rent you're willing to accept as well. So it's all open for negotiation. In commercial property, everything's negotiable. You just got to know how to negotiate. And if you need us to help you with that, you need us to give you some advice, you need us to give you some information around what particular areas you're looking at, reach out to us, helentarrant.com. And let's jump on a strategy call. Let's talk about how we can help you achieve financial freedom through commercial property. Because through our buyer's agency service and our mentorship, we can guide you hand by hand and lead you through the path, whether you're doing a sale leaseback, whether you're doing a property where you're trying to assess the rent, whether you're doing an uplift or a set and forget. We're here to implement those strategies with you, for you, and you can achieve financial freedom in a much short space of time. So with that in mind, post down below if there's anything you want me to cover any questions, reach out to me. Bye for now. So there you go. Hopefully you found a lot of information out of there. But if there's any more, particularly if you are negotiating leases, you need to look at it from an asset management point of view, not just because you're desperate to find a tenant in there, not just because you know you want to pay the mortgage. Yeah, I know we all need to, but at the end of the day, it is the value of your property. It can be devalued if you put in a tenant, the wrong tenant, or the tenant at too low a rate and the value could skyrocket or it could really literally double if you put in the right tenant at the right rental increases with the right lease in there it's all about how the market perceives it so if you are in a particular area if you've got a particular tenant and it's very niched and you want some help with that reach out to me helentarrant.com and let me help you with that niche negotiation or at least give you some pointers so email me Helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au, Unicorn Commercial Property. Either one of those, lots of ways to reach out to me. And I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. Bye. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.